Hello and welcome to episode 10. 11. 11, thank you. You're welcome. The last one was 10. The last one was the 10 extra, 10th extravaganza. Yeah. <laughs> and now we are on episode 11 and uh, we, uh, we installed a pop filter so hopefully our P's and B's and uh, things like that won't be so uh, annoying for you. I never noticed. Okay, we're uh, rebranding, best and worst, good times, bad times. Indeed. And uh, the intro is now uh, Led Zeppelin, good times, bad times, which is probably, it's it's the first track of uh, Led Zeppelin, I don't know, say say two, I, I don't know which one it is, to be honest. Me neither. It's the first track on the song, and it is probably my favorite first track of any first track of any album. It just, it just... Like, just the first thing you put on is that da as soon as it turns on, and I love it. Anyway, uh, so I'm happy to rebrand and have, a, have an opening now, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, think, I don't think Robert Plant will mind. Hopefully not. Uh, well, I just, I just read today, uh, for, for sort of a good thing, um, Mississippi is uh, on the cusp of changing their flag, uh, and legislators are expected to start voting on Sunday. To remove the current flag from state law and uh, uh, commission would start in the flag could not include the Confederate symbol and must have the words in God we, twi- in God we trust. So the new flag, because the current flag has the Confederate flag in as, the corner. A, as the watermark. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not it's in the top corner, I think. Yeah, I think up at the flag that's called the watermark. Is that the watermark of a flag? Because watermark on paper is like what's behind it. Yes, like no, but I think it's a watermark on the flag. Like I think New Zealand and Australia, they have the Union Jack in the top corner uh-huh. of the flag, and it's called the British watermark. Oh, okay. I think could be. Should look that up. We're not flag people. For if you really, I mean, you could probably listen to Fun with Flags. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's slipped in an episode somewhere there. Yeah. Um, but it has to have "In God We Trust" on it. Yeah. Does the current one have "In God We Trust"? I don't know. Okay, well, it's I it's, guess an it might upgrade. say in Confederacy, in Confederacy we trust. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess that's an upgrade. Long live the South. I don't know what it says. I don't think it says anything. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No I generally idea. am against, I'm generally against like sentences on national flags or state level writing flags. on flags. I don't like. Yeah, no, it's you don't need stupid. it. It's supposed to be a symbol. Yeah, it's a. Sim- if you have to write, like, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a book. Yeah, exa- yeah, it's a bad symbol. <laughs> yeah, it's- uh, I generally just think, um, you know, I believe in the one hundred percent separation of church and state, and that the government shouldn't have anything to do with religion, and religion should have anything to do with government, even if it's statements like "God be trust." I just don't think that's necessary. Um, uh, not that I have baby anything- steps. Yeah, no. It's Mississippi. It's exactly. Baby steps. I'm shocked that they're doing this, honestly. And no, you're right. You're right. So but my point was that, uh, well, I don't think they should have In God We Trust. I'd rather they have In God We Trust than the Confederate flag as their watermark because I think saying In God We Trust is exclusionary of other religions and uh, irreligious, non-religious people. Um and so whether it's not it's exclusionary but it's not like directly oppressive 
against a specific group, whereas I would say the It doesn't say in our God we trust. Yeah. But still. Yeah, exactly. No, it's not repressive. It's not repressive. Um, oh. And the <laughs> weekly installment of Leia, <laughs> voicing her opinion, uh, that sounds pro-Confederate uh, flag. <laughs> she's, she's always being a Southerner. I don't think we can get it out of her. Yeah, work on her. Um, anyway, it is an upgrade. I'm going to go check on that. You talk about something. <laughs> So I didn't talk about anything, but um, <laughs> but how's the dog? Uh, she's good. I moved her. I think you can still just hear her a little bit. Uh, I moved her to Madeline's room and shut the door. So even if she's barking, it should be quiet enough that we can talk over it. Excellent, excellent. The other <laughs> the other good thing this week is I, I I was cleaning up the basement, and I found some New Year's decorations, and amongst those New Year's decorations was a little. Oh, that's really loud. I'll have to do it over here. Yeah, that's better. So now. If we want to swear on the podcast, we can say things like, that Trump is a mother, <laughs> things like that. And we don't have to swear into the mic. We can have a, our own censor if we need to. A little bleeper. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bad times, uh, COVID-19 tops 10 million globally. That's not great. No, no, that's that's definitely on the downside. Two, two and a half million of those 10 are in the U.S. But I'm you shocked. know why that is? It's because they test so much. Yes, that's why. <laughs> They're doing too much They're testing. They're doing too much testing. That number would be way smaller than <laughs> the testing. Absolutely. Yeah, they should really slow that down. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody's thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's it's a lot like, of smart people down there. I don't mm-hmm. know why they haven't thought of that. A lot of super stable geniuses. Yeah. And uh, 499,000 deaths worldwide, so we're approaching half a million people that have died from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think now it's time uh, to open up like the U.S. is. Yeah, absolutely. Get her going again. Yeah. Uh, there was a quote from Tedros. It's, uh, I don't even, I'm not even going to try. It's Director Did General, right? Director General Tedros Adhan, Adhanom. And, and then the last name has far too many sort of vowels. The Director the General of the WHO. Thank you, said... <laughs> The world is in a dangerous phase. The virus is still spreading fast. It is deadly, and most people are still susceptible. We call on all countries and all people to exercise extreme vigilance. Except for New Zealand. They're fine. Except for New Zealand. New Zealand's okay. (laughs) That's barely a country, but no. So, you know, it just sort of flies in the face of what seems to be happening down there with... with, and, And the fact that they've made... They've made wearing a mask like they they don't need to vote. Uh, they don't need to cast a ballot. You just show up, and they just count people that are wearing masks as uh, Democrats and not as Republicans. Yeah, really, it would be that easy. Although um, L- Representative Liz Cheney, daughter of Dick Cheney, tweeted out uh, a picture of her dad, former Vice President uh, Dick Cheney, uh, wearing a mask, saying "Real men wear masks." Yeah, good for him. Yeah, that makes up for starting two or three illegal wars in the Middle East and well, being and the, almost he was, he was the He was the real sort of, if not founder, the real master of the gerrymandering. Yeah, yeah. And and actually got the, I mean, have you seen Vice? Yeah. Brilliant. I'm I, I, assuming a lot of it's pretty factual. I think so. And it felt so that he way. Got, he got a lot of the... Uh, he got a lot of powers for the vice president that the vice president didn't used to have. Yep. 
And the, just the president in general. Yeah. But was essentially a power for the vice president at that point because... But he's wearing a mask. Bush was a puppet. But it's all okay now because he's wearing a mask. Well, it's baby steps again. Baby steps. <laughs> baby steps. The, uh... The, uh... What was I going to say? I have no idea. Me neither. Didn't tell me. All right. Uh... <laughs> The U.S. recorded 40,000 new cases of the viruses in a single day on Friday. And on that same day, Vice President Pence briefed reporters about the U.S. response to the pandemic. Pence acknowledged that there are 16 states with rising cases and rising percentages of total tests that are positive. So that, that is almost an admission that it isn't the tests. But I'm sure he did it by accident. Probably. He, yeah. Probably by accident. That makes sense. I don't know. Who knows what goes on in Mike Pence's head? Yeah, I just I just imagine a hamster on a <laughs> spinning wheel. You know, I saw um, uh, it was a bad thing that was quickly followed by a good thing today. Um, a member of the uh, Edmonton Racist name, their uh, Alberta's one of Alberta's football teams, um, today tweeted something homophobic um like very saying like like a man should be with um, chris jeffries christian jeffries christian jones something like that could be something like that yeah he essentially said a man isn't meant to be with a man and a woman isn't meant to be with a woman uh and that was essentially the entire tweet uh and then like within a matter of hours he was fired so that's good the i saw uh you know jim jeffries yeah yeah so he came to canada because, uh, you know, the Cleveland Indians and the Washington Redskins, there's all kinds of, all kinds of uh, movements there to change their name. So it was the Edmonton Eskimos. So he got a bunch of fans, and he was talking to the fans, and they were like, well, I don't know if we need to change it. And then he brought up some points, and they're like, well, I don't know. And then he went up and actually talked to the Inuit up north, and none of them really even cared. They kind of liked it. <laughs> and then he came back. And said to the fans, he's like, so, and he's, he was like sort of playing it up like, oh, here we go. This is where they're going to dig in. And the fans were like, hey, if the Inuit want to change it, we'll change it. No big deal. So he's like, this was all my fault for coming to Canada to try to find a controversy. <laughs> the team is, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, you got to be careful. If, if, if the, if the people that are now called Inuit, that people used to call Eskimos, the, I think the, they were always called Inuit. They were always called Inuit. The British came over and called them Eskimos, whatever. They were probably called Inuit till. Were they called Inuit before the British came over? I, I have no idea. Yeah, we should do a history before. We should do a little search. Well, we never know where they're going to go. So it's it's <laughs> see your pants podcasting. Yeah. But if uh, if they don't care, then why be offended for them? I mean, I don't know that... They well, the, all don't care. Maybe they all don't care. I don't think... The people he was talking to didn't care. He's. They said it kind of makes him feel like our team. That's what they said. They said there's way more important things to get to, like all the suicides and the missing and murdered women, well, yeah. than we worry about changing the Edmonton football team name. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, I don't know, it feels like one of those things where... Yeah, no, there's definitely big things to worry about, but it's a super easy fix. It is an easy fix if if it needs to be fixed. There's things that, again, it's it. You just just ask, like ask the general. I don't know a vote or whatever. But if nobody's offended or you know 
Why? Why? I mean, I think there's a lot of indigenous groups that have been calling for the name to be moved or yeah, changed. Well, then they should change it if they have. I don't, I don't know. I haven't really followed it. <laughs> not not being from Edmonton. My my understanding is that there are indigenous groups who think the name should be changed. Ah, well, then might as well change it. They could call them the Rough Riders. <laughs> there used to be two in the league. Now there's only one. I've always felt a hole. There used to be two? Yeah, Ottawa and Saskatchewan. With the Rough Riders? Yeah. That's... Then Ottawa folded and then came back as the Red Blacks. Which I think is also under controversy. Uh, it's just two colors. Yeah, but I don't know if that's what it means. I don't know. I'd have to look after that. I seem to remember that being controversial. For I thought it was just the colors of their jerseys. <laughs> I'm not sure. That's like, you know, one of the 19, 19, early 1900 Olympics. Um, maybe it's closer to the mid-1900 Olympics. I don't remember. Haiti and some other country, might have been Haiti and Chad or something like that, uh, went to the Olympics, and during the opening ceremony when their teams were marching, they realized they had the same flag. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. They did not know before that. Nope. Because uh, lack of travel? Like, did other people know? Or I don't know. Nobody knew. I don't know. I mean, it could very well be that, you know, some of these countries... Nobody noticed. There's I'll, just a lot of little countries and nobody picked it up. It could be. I mean, it could also be that this was this one country's first time competing in the Olympics. The country, I mean, for all you know, it was, it was the early, mid-1900s. The country could be two years old, one of them. Ah, uh, fair. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. they could have just gained independence from the British, just picked the flag, and then they go and they and see. And the designer had an inspiration, but really it was just... <laughs> it was a memory that they'd yeah. forgotten. I'm gonna... Not like the Harry Potter books. <laughs> I'm gonna... I, I, uh, yeah, okay, go ahead. Go ahead with what? No, no, Google it then. Okay, we'll, okay. We'll, uh chat about things here we'll just swear Liechtenstein, haiti and Liechtenstein. oh Liechtenstein. yeah is that a real country yeah it might yeah at least it was it was the 1936 summer olympics in berlin germany um it was only at these games that Liechtenstein realized their flag was identical to the flag of haiti prompting Liechtenstein to in 1937 to add the crown found in their current flag so they added a crown and now it's different oh okay i've never been to Liechtenstein. i haven't been to a lot of places it's uh that is a super boring flag (laughs) it's a blue stripe and then a red stripe and that's the flag yes it is and they're uh uh uh, horizontal not vertical yeah yes dull (laughs) do better Liechtenstein. there's a That wasn't the song I was thinking of. Yeah, I I originally had the uh, ELO song, and then I remembered this one, and it said it's like it says all over the world in it, and the ELO one I don't know it just was a little too seventies disco-y for <laughs> just kind of I don't know wasn't the right vibe. We can always switch. We can have a we can have a vote. Our our dozens oh, yeah, of listeners because that's worked out so well in the past. Dozens, we haven't got any. Uh, email votes for anything we've ever done yet but um you know we could try and also (laughs) also i'd like to say two things one if you can think of a better album beginning than good times bad times first first track first song better than good times bad times send us an email dad's right podcast at gmail.com and two if you like uh I think it's Herman's Hermits all over the world. 
that was just played to intro this section, or if you want to hear the ELO version, again, uh, Dad's Right Podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. We'll tally the votes <laughs> at, uh, at the end of the week and let you know. All the many votes that we're going to get. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you, could, you could just, you can just, uh, you know, you only need to write, it, write an email in once in your contacts, and it's easy to send emails. Yeah. So it's easy. I mean, and oh, I don't, you can't send one. No fair. I won't send one either. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't planning to. All right. But anyone else is, is the voting is, uh, we, we don't try to suppress voting here. No. No photo card required. No, it's really easy. You don't have to register. No you registering. You just got to do it. You just got to do it. We don't make it hard. All right. Uh, I saw in India uh, over half a million cases of the COVID now. That's not great. Nope. And it's, I mean, I, I went to India a lot. There are some, there are some really good hospital facilities there, are, are really some really good medical facilities, really good hospitals there, but they do not have enough to treat everybody if this thing really gets out of control. And I'm not surprised on handling it well. Prime Minister Modi is essentially another Donald Trump. He's a Hindu nationalist. Uh, he's shown very little well when i was intelligence. there when i was there they were locked down and i don't know exactly what happened because i haven't been following it but he's uh he's uh it's it's most it's a, the pop the big population cities i think delhi is one of the biggest ones where it's really popping up and it's difficult there people live very close together there and uh and there's a lot of people in these cities i mean where I'm working now, uh, they called it a village, and it's a small city, and it's as many people as Toronto. Oh, so it's Yikes. not, you know, it's three and a half million people. And so it's it's a different. You can't overlay our our uh, our sort of what we're doing in North America. There, nobody has even as much space as we have. There just it just doesn't happen over there. So it's I understand it's much more difficult to try to contain but they really have to do something to try to put a lid on it because if it it's super contagious and uh, if it starts spreading worse than it is it could get real ugly real fast yeah well it was always going to be a different beast in places like india and african countries and even uh, china it's i think china did a really good job of clamping it down assuming they're uh, case reporting is accurate which is always although they've had a bit of a spike a bit of a spike yeah but not quite yeah, what people thought might have been the second wave. So they also they also have better infrastructure, though. Yeah, that's that's fair. It's not not in the not in backwoods China really so much, but in the, maybe in this, but in even in the major cities in India, they have pretty good infrastructure. So I, I don't know. But do they have like China built a hospital in six days at the top of this? Uh, ghosts, I think. <laughs> China built a hospital in six days? Yes. That's impressive. That is impressive. Scary. A hospital that I wouldn't want to go to on the first couple of weeks. <laughs> I wait for it to be tested and make sure it's not going to fall down. Yeah, it hasn't not, yet. I'm not sure you should be able to build a building in six days. <laughs> well, I'm sure it was done by a whole bunch of people who weren't paid enough, were forced to do it because they knew if they failed, they would die. And, uh, you know, just like a ton of people doing 24-hour shifts. Yeah, so not really, not six eight-hour days. 
No, and, and you no. do, and you do I have, don't think so. and you do have a lot of people to throw at the problem there. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but but that's my point. Like, India also has a lot of people, but could they do that? Um, I guess they could do that in theory. Most of the building that I've seen in India uh, is very very slow, but that's because it gets bogged down in uh, government red tape. Mm. For example, on my drive to work, there is a train crossing that I have to take. At this train crossing, they have built an overpass. The overpass is beautiful. It's brand new. It goes over top of the train track. But there's no up-ramp and there's no (laughs) off-ramp. And that's because the train company is apparently responsible for building the overpass, and the government makes them do it. But the government is responsible for building the ramps, and they haven't bothered. <laughs> so there's just some bureaucracy yeah. that uh, that that tends to slow things down. But if they could, if if there was if there was a need, and if they could if they could fast track something, I'm sure they could build a hospital in six days. Maybe I, I think they could if 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 they had to. Yeah. Before we move to another continent, I've also read recently that China and India are, like, on the brink of war. They're, yeah. Uh, yeah. What's going on now this time? Uh, any uh, specific? Well, no. Well, in mean, the normal brink? I mean, there's, there's that all, whole Nepal region and over in there, they fight a lot about that. Yeah, well, so the, so China and India, um, you know, when Britain left India... Like they did when they left most countries, they kind of just left them with some arbitrary borders and were like peace. Um, but uh, China has claim on uh, some of the territory, same some of the same territory that India claims. Um, and so there was a brief, about month long war fought about it in the mid twentieth uh, century, um, and then they came to some sort of agreement to essentially stop fighting. Uh, and established what is called the line of actual control. So, you know, they both claim it, but who actually controls it? Mostly the answer is China. Um, but uh, anyway, it was never fully resolved. Both countries still claim similar territory, and they're uh, fighting over it. Uh, China recently killed, I think, something like 47 uh, Indian troops, um, some of them by throwing them off cliffs. And uh, another thing that's in the treaty is that... When was that? Was that recently? Yeah. I did not see that on my news feed. I'll have to... Yeah, I, I had to go Indian look it news. up. I had to go look it up. I didn't see it a lot in the main news either, but what I found What made you it, look so, it up? Uh, memes. Oh. But then I found, like, reputable news sources. Right. So it's happening. Um, but uh, another thing is, due to this treaty, um, the uh, they've sort of, I guess, when they had this treaty, they'd accepted there'd be border skirmishes, and so while each side carries weapons with them they don't they're not allowed to use their guns um so uh they had this was hand-to-hand conflict and the chinese soldiers were using things like bats with nails in them and other assorted apocalyptic type weapons so uh essentially uh like like the movie the warriors i've never heard of that movie but sure oh you should watch it it's a good movie. <laughs> Warriors, come out and play. Yay. Uh, there's somebody famous in it. Okay. Yeah. You should watch it. <laughs> it's worth watching. It's it's a, well, I, you know, it's one of those movies that I think was probably good. I think it was good 
but I saw it a long time ago, and it probably isn't. I doubt that's it holds fair. up. But if you have any warrior opinions, podcast at gmail.com. I'll just wrap that up by saying um, I think right now India's rolling over for China, and they've taken a much softer stance because they know if it escalates, China would kick their butts. Well, it would it would be ugly. Yeah. Oh, no, it would be ugly. But at the end of the day, the Chinese military is bigger and way more effective. Likely. But, it, I mean, they, they both have nukes. Yeah, they do both have nukes. So I, I don't think it matters in the end which military is more effective. Normally, it's when I was there, it's normally they're fighting with Pakistan. So Oh, yeah, no, I mean, they're always they fighting with Pakistan. They still have fight with Pakistan. But they, they have a thing on one of the... One of the bridges that connects the two, where they, they like go and have a drink or something. At one, it's, it's bizarre. They just well, you know, I always find that when it comes down to the people on the ground, they tend to not care as much as the posturing done by politicians in these kind of situations. Yeah. All right. On to another depressing topic. Uh, oh. I'm going to I'm going to leave this next point just till we start talking about the US specifically in the TNT segment. But uh there has been some illegal gold mining activity in the rainforest. So the uh Yanomami, I'm going to say, tribe? No idea. Uh they probably aren't listening, so I won't hurt their feelings, but I'm trying <laughs> to get it right. Uh, in the, they're deep in the, deep in the rainforest, and, uh, I guess they found gold there. So, so illegal miners are, are going in and, uh, and ripping up huge hunks of the rainforest, poisoning the water, poisoning the fish because of the, the mercury that comes out of getting the gold from the gravel, um, gives that, and, and just cutting huge amounts of rainforest down. And, you know, we have McDonald's does enough of that. We don't need any. <laughs> and, and a lot of the problem is the, uh, the far right president, Yair Bolas- Bolsonaro. Bolsonaro, yes, him. Uh, he's vowed to develop the Amazon. And uh, so these, these illegal miners are emboldened and they, uh, they go in knowing that they won't face any uh, consequences. Yeah, I, Bolsonaro, in a way, scares me more than Trump. Um, because, well, I think they're both idiots. Uh, I think Trump... Trump doesn't have a rainforest to screw up. Yes, that's true. But, okay, so both of them, I think, are part idiot and part cruel, like malicious. And I think Trump is, like, 70% idiot, 30% malicious. I think Bolsonaro is 30% idiot, 70% malicious. I, I almost, I, I... I sort of was with you until I heard. I thought did we talked about last week on the podcast where, where Trump tweeted out something to distract from, like something ridiculous. Yes, yes to we distra- did. Like we did. That is calculating. It's calculating. But I don't know if it's as malicious. No, but it shows that maybe he's not as stupid as everybody thinks he is. Okay, sixty percent stupid, forty percent <laughs> malicious. That's better. Also. Uh, also, the uh, the reserve for the Yanomami is 9.6 million acres, uh, million hectares, sorry, 24 million acres, and is twice the size of Switzerland. 
And uh, Bolsonaro has said it is too big for its indigenous population. So he doesn't. He wants to cut it down, and uh, and have these miners move in. He during the campaign he said tons of uh, anti-indigenous things, like across the board. He's a terrible, horrible person. But also, I mean, you could, the rainforest is is important globally. Yeah, and that's why I say he's an idiot. Okay. Because I don't think... Well, either he's an idiot or he's even crueler than I think. Because either he's an idiot and he doesn't realize that, or he knows and he doesn't care. Yeah, he's more... It's short-term short term profits for him and his country. Not that... I'm sure he's not taking any kickbacks or anything. That would be wrong. Yeah. But short-term profits uh, versus long-term vision of the... Of the globe, yeah. And I was re- I was reading another story where uh, a high-profile Egyptian belly dancer was sentenced to three years in prison and fined uh, three hundred thousand Egyptian pounds, which is apparently eighteen thousand five hundred, probably U.S. dollars, uh, for inciting debauchery and immorality as part of a crackdown on social media postings. So she posted some belly dancing on TikTok and uh, is now going to jail for three years. Well, that's Egypt. They're not exactly the most democratic, uh, um, equal, rightiest country in the world. The the public uh, prosecution uh, said there's a huge difference between freedom and debauchery. I don't even understand that. I don't know what that means. <laughs> There's, yeah. I mean, it sucks that we're at a point in the world where I say, well, that's Egypt. <laughs> but I mean, um, that's, I don't know, it's a gross imposition on uh, freedom of speech and expression. Um, and it's and, oh, sexist. Yeah. The, and there's, there's, it's no, it's in no way hateful. Yeah, it doesn't cause any problems. It doesn't hurt anybody. It doesn't hurt anybody. So, but... uh, (sighs) One person's debauchery is another person's Saturday night. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. No, I mean, it doesn't doesn't make sense. It's not logical, but... That would have been funnier if I said Thursday night. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah, what if... Damn. (laughs) Retake. One person's debauchery is another person's Thursday night. Hey, that's funny. Thank you. Would have been significantly less funny if you'd said Saturday. Good thing You're you said right. Thursday. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ooh, anyway, so you have something about North Carolina there? Yeah, in North Carolina, uh, three police officers have been fired after being caught on tape using racial epithets and references to slaughtering black people. At one point, one of the officers said... He was going to buy an assault rifle because there, because there was a civil war coming and he was going to be ready. I'm shocked. I'm so surprised this happened. I mean, this good. I mean, this just shows. I don't know. I saw that. Uh, What's well, the place? Minneapolis. Yeah, Minneapolis City Council officially voted to abolish the police department and assuming rebuild it. I, d- I didn't 
I'm assuming that. Like that New Jersey city. Yeah, did. yeah, yeah. I'm assuming they're going to rebuild it from the ground up. Because you need police, obviously. Uh, you need some You need some sort of law enforcement. Um, I don't know if you need police as we understand it today, but I agree you need law enforcement. Um, I'm personally of the belief that you could divide up. There's uh, like... Like you need people who are trained, well-trained, better trained than the police are right now in the U.S. by and large, uh, who are armed to go in and deal with situations where another person better, is armed. Better trained to de-escalate situations, not yes, just, uh, not just point they and are, shoot. They're very well trained in what they do. Yeah, that's true. That's a good way of putting it. Um, better trained de-escalating, but they also need to be armed. They need to know how to use the arm and know to use it as a last resort, um, but for situations where somebody else is armed and they need yeah. to deal with that. But a, a, like a knife or a gun. Yeah. Um, Cuz nothing else is going to kill you. Yeah, but a lot of other things I think you don't need. I guess that. a baseball bat could kill you, but if you're not alone, if you have a partner and a guy's a baseball bat, you should be able to Yeah. I mean, again, then it becomes a last resort if some, you know, the one cop's getting his head beat with a baseball bat and the other guy shoots him fine. Yeah. But But sent, I mean, I think a lot of things you could send counselors to there's a lot of things you could send social workers to instead of the police yeah i that's i do think you're right however the first time it escalates and that social worker's killed then what happens well uh because that that'll happen it'll it might not happen in the first 10 years but at some point that will happen probably um who knows maybe Maybe, maybe what you need to do is have, uh, maybe you have to have a police officer go with a social worker, knowing, knowing that the social worker has authority. He's just the muscle. Yeah. So they're bouncers. Social workers with bouncers. Essentially. Armed bouncers that go with social workers. Right? Yeah. No, that's, that's probably fair. And the social worker has all the authority until, uh... A, a gun is or a knife is pulled or something yeah absolutely until someone's life is in immediate danger yeah or 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 it gets violent and then the muscle steps in yeah but like do you even need the police officer like they could be standing in the background they need it's, to be standing in the yeah. background and they need to know that they're not allowed to do something until there is an they need obvious a safe word threat like or, apples yeah or the social worker says hey I need you to step in. <laughs> Safe words are better. They're more fun. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting what policing is going to become. Uh, but I I don't think you can do away with it. There, there are bad people. And no, they there, will take advantage. There needs to be law enforcement. Absolutely. This, and I think this, you know, the, the city in New Jersey that did it, there was, you know, middle of nowhere, who cares? But Minneapolis, it's a huge city in the U.S., um, them doing it, if it goes right, if it goes well for them, it could serve as an example of, hey, yeah, this is a, work. This is a, and the problem is, it's a first attempt. And how often do first attempts work? And if it doesn't work, people say, see, Let's go back. Yeah. It's not a total first attempt, though. There's that place in... Yeah, but the place in New Jersey, uh, the problem, my understanding anyway, was it was more about corruption. 
Yeah. So it they was. they fired all the cops and and brought in new ones basically, and and so it cleaned up their act that way. It wasn't about trying to trying to de-escalate the violence. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But uh, yeah. So I mean, it's good that it's happening. It needs to at least have a first attempt. Yeah. See what happens. See what mm-hmm. happens. See where it goes. All right, TNT. No debate about the intro for that one. No, not at all. Yeah. Uh, Trudeau first, as usual, because it's faster. <laughs> and no matter, almost no matter what he does, more dull. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. He's. Which I'm happy about. No, no, you don't. I mean, it's entertaining to have uh, leaders who are, you know, not dull, but by and large, I think you want government to be dull. Effective, but dull. Yeah. Uh, first ministers released an anti-racism statement. Uh, first ministers are the premiers, right? Yeah. Cool. Um, including the prime minister. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, includes the line, first ministers determined to combat uh, racism, including anti-black, anti-indigenous, and anti-Asian racism, and hate, as well as anti-Semitism and Islamophobia. Hate has no place in Canada and will not be tolerated. However, they did not mention uh, systemic racism, which uh, Trudeau actually wanted it in there. He wanted a a line about systemic racism. And after he just said uh, there was no consensus using the phrase systemic discrimination or systemic racism, and he has been crystal clear that the federal government recognizes it in order to be able to better address it. It was probably some combination of, if not all of, Francois Legault of Quebec, Scott Moe of Saskatchewan, Doug Ford of Ontario, Jason Kenney of Alberta, or Blaine Higgs of New Brunswick. That would be my guess. Well, Doug Ford came out after and said he acknowledged that there was systemic racism, like the next, the next day or later that day. Okay, well, good for him. I still Okay, so it was probably someone or a combination of the other ones. I doubt it was any of the premiers of the territories. Um, I doubt it was John Horgan, because I think he said there, of BC, because I think he said there is. Um, and uh, I doubt it was any of the, uh, honestly, maybe this is my biases, I doubt it was any of the liberal premiers in the Atlantic. And uh, Dennis King, who is the conservative premier of, progressive conservative premier of PEI, um, seems to me like he would not object to that i just don't the other uh they didn't want to name the names of who wasn't agreeing but why not uh because those people know that they're going to get backlash for it because they know that they're in the wrong but they want to hide behind their own privileges and they can't no but why do they get to decide uh like justin could easily say we couldn't get a consensus because Quebec and Saskatchewan wouldn't agree, if that's who it was. But then you're going to cause some tension between the federal government. So what? And so what? So tension between Quebec is, uh, you don't want that because that's never worked out well. And there's already enough tension between us and uh, between the federal government and the West. Uh, Yeah, but, but, you know, I also think if you want change, you got to put pressure on. Yeah, no, I'm, I would have named them. But uh, it's complicated. I can see why he didn't. Well, he didn't. But either way, it's a good first step. Uh, but but I think you do need to recognize that there's 
there's deeper issues than uh, than just um, just surface racism. Even even non-racist people in the system end up doing things that benefit certain people more than others because that's the way the system works that's what it is that's what the problem is unconscious racism so if you can't well not even unconscious just that's the way the rules are set up yes because that's the way the system was built yeah and if you don't acknowledge that then you're not really going to affect much change yeah absolutely it's a problem um but a good first step and uh pledged 300 million towards the international effort to battle covid yeah i saw he said that we're uh almost almost set for our ppe needs and uh also just about set to start shipping out to other countries who need it their ppe that's good yeah uh trump uh really another really sane week (laughs) just week after week of consistency that's what you can count on yeah absolutely uh let's see friday he signed a very strong executive order not one of those regular (laughs) weak not not a regular strength executive order an extra strength executive order (laughs) uh aiming at protecting federal monuments and statues from vandalism Uh, He said, I just had the privilege of signing a very strong executive order protecting American monuments, memorials, and statues and combating recent criminal violence. Long prison terms for these lawless acts against our great country. Uh, So that that was his tweet. And I just, I cannot understand how, how you can get, how, how you can say 10 years in jail for pulling down a, a monument. Who knows? Can states do it? Can states come in? Well, maybe not if it's a federal monument. Yeah, I think it's the vandals that he's talking about. You can yeah. probably you can probably vote to have it taken uh, down. He's I talking mean, about people that are ripping them down. Mm. Which, I mean, it would be great if you could go to the 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 states and get these things taken down. But I think that's been tried. Yeah, and these these are uh, there's a there's a really good uh, video by Andrew Schultz uh, talking about these monuments, and and uh, his his thing is, uh, you know, these guys were 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 traitors, <laughs> and and they lost. Like, they why are these monuments up? And then I saw another really good uh, sort of mini TED talk. I think it was where that where. Uh, I'm not sure who was talking, but was talking about look at when these statues were put up. They weren't put up at time. They weren't put up just after the Civil War. No, they were put up at times in the South where where black people were starting to get more rights and more money, and uh, and and these statues were put up as a no, we're still in charge. Absolutely. So uh, a reminder, a pushback against the civil rights movement. Yeah, and that that uh, so there's 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 really no reason that these statues should stay up. Now, I think there is a difference when you look at some. Sometimes I think, and this is what uh, uh, 
what was his name? Andrew Schultz was saying as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't judge uh, morality based. You can't judge morality of a hundred years ago based on today's morality because it's constantly changing, and it should constantly change. And he said, you know, two hundred years from now, when your great great grandkids look back, they'll say, "I can't believe my granddad used his." iPad that was built by children in a foreign country and got his groceries that was picked by uh, migrant slave workers uh, but paid less than minimum wage. Yeah, I hope they do. So, you know, it's it's uh, more morality is evolving. So, so when you look at someone like Washington, and maybe it involves putting a plaque in front that say that says why the statue's there. But I mean, if he was a, he was a slave owner. I believe so. Yes. But it's it's not. I mean, we look now and like, how could you possibly do that? But it wasn't this. It it should have been the same then, I guess. I don't know. But he, you look at the contributions, and maybe he's up for the contributions. Like at what point? Or or do you just stop erecting monuments altogether because nobody's perfect? I don't think that that's necessary. Like, it sounds weird, but it's not bad. I don't think there would be negative effects. Because, the you know, the, the argument you constantly hear from people who are against taking down these monuments is, but it's our history, uh, you know, learn history. Nobody learns history from statues. Um, you put up a statue to honor somebody. That is why. Because you said this was a you say this was a great person, and we want to memorialize them in a way where or every time you walk by it, they did a great thing. Yes, not necessarily a great person. Yeah, that's true. I I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't necessarily have a personal stance that I'm sure of yet on whether or not, you know, we should take down all monuments. Um, but I, I have to say, I don't necessarily see a bad side. Like, what's what's the negative effect on society? I don't know. Mostly I ignore monuments. Yeah, they're just kind of there. You could replace them with some public art. Yeah, I, I, I think, I mean, there are people that did great things. Yeah. In... in in, in a number of different fields. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you're honoring, I, I, I don't think I have a problem with that. It's interesting because Princeton, um, one of Princeton's uh, former presidents was Woodrow Wilson, who went out to become yeah, president. Yeah, they, they just changed the... They just changed the name of one of their buildings or something because... Uh, um, you know, Woodrow Wilson was apparently, it was interesting. They did a good job of essentially saying like he was as president of the university. Um, he did great things for forwarding the university, advancing the university, yada, yada, yada. Um, but then when he became president, he, uh, resegregated the civil service, which had been desegregated, uh, 50, 60 years before, um, and did other things to like purposefully roll back. Um, racial justice. So when when they say he did great things for Princeton, does that involve making sure that it was racially diverse? No. Then 
did he do great things for Princeton or did he do great things for white people at Princeton? <laughs> well, he probably did great things for white people at Princeton. Um, not that, well, no, yes, exactly. Uh, anyway, so they took the building way, uh, name away, um, but there's stuff to give away a award in his name because it comes from funding that isn't theirs. So they have to keep the name. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, I, I think, in that case, it seems like the right thing to do. Like that was that was a big step backwards in at, as a big position of power. It's it's uh, not someone you necessarily want to honor. I, and I don't know what else he did in the presidency. Uh, he brought he brought America through World War One, and afterwards fought for. Were they a little late to um, the party in World War One? They were late to the party, but afterwards he fought for the League of Nations and uh, peace treaties and uh, uh, a lot of really good things on the uh, international stage in a way to try to make sure that um, it couldn't happen again. World War One. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think you got to look at them case by case. I think you got to make sure you're not necessarily applying today's standards to to people that don't live in today. I don't I don't think that's fair. I mean, it's it, it would be difficult for someone but I'm sure people did stand up and say this is wrong even then. Mhm. So I don't know. It's a tough one. It's a very tough one. I think you need to be very specific. If you're going to put up a monument, be very specific in the plaque about why it's there. And even if he had some bad points, put it in there. Yeah. He did this. This was wrong. Nowadays, you know, we look back, we understand this is this was wrong, but the statue's here because he, whatever, brought the country together, whatever he did, you know, whatever, depending on what the monument's yeah. for. You want to talk in the U.S., uh, slavery and stuff like that, though, um, there were people as far back as the founding of the United States in 1776 who wanted to put the abolition of slavery and the equal rights of truly all men in the Constitution. And, um, I mean, I guess they eventually gave up that fight in the name of unity, but, which, you know, then they shouldn't have given up that fight. But what I, my, my only point is there were people saying, hey, slavery is wrong, as far back as 1776, earlier. Yeah. Well, good for them, mm-hmm. I guess, but but maybe they should have fought a little harder. Yeah, clearly. Um, uh, what else do we have? Oh, a court found that Trump diverting Pentagon funds to the border wall, uh, $2.5 billion, billion dollars, was illegal. Really? So does that mean he has to pay it back? I hope so. I doubt it. I doubt it, too. Yeah, that was illegal. Go ahead. <laughs> Essentially. I mean, that's the presidency, right? It's supposed to be checks and balances, but there isn't really. Um, the president can essentially do whatever he wants, the consequence in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, there's not a lot of balances. I mean, I mean, technically he can't, because he can be impeached and removed... By the Senate at any time, but when the Senate is controlled by a bunch of bootlickers like it is now, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Did you see uh, John Bolton on Stephen Colbert? 
No, I didn't. That's an interview, three-part interview worth watching. Uh, talk, he talks a bit about impeachment and why he didn't come forward then. Um, I still think it was, at at best, uh, cowardly in hoping of getting a job or something. At worst, he wanted to do a rich himself by writing the book. Mm-hmm. So what? I still think it was wrong, but it was... It was interesting, his reasoning. He said something along the lines of uh, there was no point. It was, it was done before it started. The, the, the Democrats took too narrow a view on this. It wasn't... Uh, and actually, Stephen Cover called him out, but he said, isn't that like saying, you know, this guy's a mass murderer, but since they're just asking, since they're just trying him for this one murder, I'm not going to testify? <laughs> So it was, it, Stephen, Stephen Colbert held him uh, accountable, which was nice. That's good. I do f- tend to find that in this fight against Trumpism, um, our side is too quick to embrace people who used to be on his side, and then he burns them, so they burn him back, and we're all like, woohoo, he's on our side now, he's a good guy. John Bolton is a terrible person. Oh, and he's still a Republican. Who has said and done terrible things um, and pushed for horrible things. And uh, I wasn't happy to see that he was going on Stephen Colbert, honestly. I I don't think we should be giving somebody like that a platform in general. I think it's important to discuss... I I think it was good to have... I think you should have more Republicans on. I think they won't go on. But I think it was good that he he should have more on. Not moron. I think there's a difference between Republicans and people as dangerous as John Bolton, who like called for, I think, nuclear missile strikes against Iraq. Yeah. Because if you start getting people to listen to him, then you start giving him more influence over people. Potentially. But also, if you don't, the more you try to push people down, the more they become martyr mysterious but i don't think you push him down i think you just ignore don't invite him on your talk show yeah maybe anyway it's a good interview you should yeah. watch it anyway uh trump spent some time in arizona uh paid a visit visit to his wall the aforementioned wall claiming it has stopped everything including covid19 ha our border has never been more secure said trump who made cracking down on illegal immigration a linchpin. Uh, This is the most powerful and comprehensive border wall structure anywhere in the world. I don't know that that's true, but according to him, it is. Um, uh, Sorry, I'm just trying to get... It even has technology that nobody in the world would believe. I love it when... He doesn't understand something, so he assumes nobody else in the world does either. It's with everything. Yeah. It's everything. He does it all the time. You won't believe it. Nobody believes. We have Nobody will believe it. He says it all the time. Because I think he thinks he's a genius. Does he? I think so. I think he's an egomaniac. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so he thinks, he thinks uh, it stopped COVID. It stopped everything, Trump said. The past two months have seen the lowest number of illegal border crossings in many years. That's because there's COVID. Also, 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 or they're just getting better. Like if it's, you can't count illegal border crossings. All you can count is people you catch. That's true. Okay, yes, yes, you're right. I see what you mean. 
It's not like there's somebody at the door with one of those clicker things, like every time somebody <laughs> well walks done, in. Well done, well done. What do you mean it's the lowest number? How do you know? How do they know? Maybe somehow they do count. I just don't understand how. How does he know it's the lowest number in months? It's just the lower, yeah, the lowest they've counted. So, th- so they could just be getting better at sneaking by. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, oh yeah, it's uh, good for him that he's visiting Arizona because... I mean, it won't matter. He's 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 going to be the first Republican to lose that state on the presidential level in 28 years. With any luck. That's really what it looks like right now. He has he has a better shot. There is in, so much time. There is so much time. But, I mean, this has been a two-year trend so far. And I don't see how he's going to make up two years of losses in uh, six months, four months. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Maybe. We'll see. He, I think he can. But I don't know. Maybe. I'll just say that I have this... One second. Where is it? Yeah. A Fox News poll puts Biden one point ahead in Texas, two points ahead in Georgia, and nine points ahead in Florida. And those are the close states. So if I, I think that maybe he can make it up in Arizona, but he's got other places to make it up first. Yeah. Well... Hopefully, I mean, I mean, it's uh, it would it w- it wouldn't be good. I don't think if he got elected again. You don't think it would? I mean, it would screw up the name of this segment. But I'm willing to sacrifice that. <laughs> um, what else do we have? Uh, there was a video showing uh, Trump staffers removing social distancing stickers from seats at the BOK Center uh, before his rally in. Uh, in Tulsa. I saw that. Um, doesn't surprise me. Can they do that? Uh, well, they did. Yeah, but like, aren't they renting the venue? And didn't the venue put it up? Yeah. Can't they, shouldn't they be able to be sued now? Uh, who knows? I mean, I mean, add it to the list of lawsuits against Trump, I guess. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. The, uh, yeah, so so I mean, ultimately, uh, it probably didn't matter because nobody showed up. But <laughs> but the ones that did show up weren't social distancing. No, they weren't. Even it, though they had the room too. They had the room too. They could have. Uh, what else do we have? Two two shootings in the U.S. recently. One in Northern California at a Walmart distribution center. Two dead, four injured. One at the protest for Breonna Taylor. Uh, one dead and one injured mm-hmm. there, last I saw. Let's go arrest the people who killed Breonna Taylor. Um, the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Uh, and then what happened to the shooters? Were they arrested? These shooters? Uh, well, the one the, the one in Northern California was killed. Okay. Um, and I don't know what happened to the one in uh, at the other protest. But, but Was he white? He was actually caught on. Not, I don't know. I couldn't see. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because the police, you know, if it's white, they tend to take you to Burger King on the way to jail. If you're the, black, they just shoot you for a parking ticket or something. The, uh, I, I don't know. It was the first, I don't know either one. I, I'm assuming, well, I don't know, but I'm, I, I assume the the first guy had an automatic rifle. It tends to be the white person's weapon to shoot with, but I don't know. Should have looked that up. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, more shootings. And then, uh... There was a, there was, now there's accusations 
that uh, Russians had bounties, were giving bounties to the Taliban um, to to kill uh, the UN forces over there that um, obviously included some American forces. Um, I don't know if that's 100% proven, but that's an allegation. And then the other thing that's, it's uh, the New, New York Times said that uh, Trump and, and Vice President Pence were both briefed on it. However, the press secretary, uh, Kyle Mac, McEnany, I can't get her name right because that would break a trend. <laughs> weeks of getting it wrong. Uh, she has denied that the, that the president and vice president were briefed on that, to which I say, if not, what are they being briefed on? Yeah. If the U.S., it, I mean, there's no good answer here for for trump and his administration yeah i didn't know is not a good response to this yeah no exactly it's like okay then why didn't you know and i did know then why didn't you say or do something about it yeah it's like the only way that they get off is if this isn't true but i i think it's probably true there seems to be uh some evidence i i i I just read this story recently right before we started this so i haven't really done a lot of background on it so we'll we'll uh maybe follow up for next week hopefully we'll have something uh if some if some more comes of this we'll, we'll keep an ear to the ground all right all right it's the the week of rebranding uh last week we called this good news now we're calling it happy because quite frankly if you Go to Apple Tunes and you put good news, you just sort of get a bunch of Christian rock songs, and I didn't want to use any of them. Separation of podcast and st- religion. religion. Yes. Church and podcast. podcast. Church and podcast. All right. Um, so, some some good news to balance out the... For 10 minutes of good news to balance <laughs> out the 50 minutes of... Uh, crap. Crap. Uh, okay. Um, Facebook... Coca-Cola, Ben and Jerry's, Verizon, and I just saw an article, Starbucks, have uh, also joined more than 90 other companies in boycotting Facebook ads, uh, trying to force a crackdown on hate, hate speech on, uh, on Facebook. And Zuckerberg's personal net worth has gone $7.2 billion down uh, because of this. I wonder if he's noticed. I wonder uh, if it's had a big effect on his lifestyle. No, it's paper. It's it's not paper money. It's it's not real money. It's just yeah. net worth. It's just he he wouldn't be able to borrow as much if he went to the bank. Mm-hmm. I don't think he needs to borrow much these days. Probably not. But but the fact that they're putting some pressure on him is good. Yeah, yeah. And anybody's gonna notice a seven point two billion dollar drop, even if you're rich. Yeah. Uh, wait. No, Jeff Bezos probably wouldn't. He would. You'd notice that. It'd be like me. It'd be like you losing a ten. You notice? I guess. I suppose. Yeah, you know, you're not too upset about it. But I, I'd be pretty upset if I lost a ten. <laughs> okay, five. Uh, maybe a toonie. I'd be okay with losing. <laughs> but, but even you'd still that, notice. even that I lose a toonie, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn. Exactly. No, then that's what. <laughs> that's about the level of response I think we're getting from these guys at seven point two billion. Ah, yeah. oh, damn. <laughs> 
some more good news. An, an Ethiopian monk thought to be 114 years old survived COVID. There's something to being a monk, I tell you. Yeah, you, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, is it, are, are monks all Buddhists? No. No, you can be a monk in other religions. Yes. You can be a monk in any religion. You can't be. A, there's no Christian monks. Sure there are. There are? Yes. There's, like, in the Catholic Church, they have monks? Yeah. They used to. I don't see... I think they still do. Really? I think so. In the Catholic... I mean, I don't... I don't I've never been Catholic, but... Like, okay, United Church, there's no one... There's no monks. I know, I know, I've been, I went. Yeah, okay. It, at Trinity United in Gravenhurst, there are no monks. <laughs> I can state that with a fact. No, I don't think there are any, I, I, I doubt there are any monks uh, to any denomination of Christianity except Roman Catholicism. I thought they, I know they have bishops. Uh, most of us are pawns. <laughs> uh, there's probably a rook or two. <laughs> but I don't, I don't. I don't know that there's Catholic monks. I, I mean, I, I think if you just go to live at a monastery, you're a monk. Yeah, you're not a. I thought. I and thought. I, I thought monas. I thought. I thought the. I thought priests were at monasteries in Catholicism. Yep. Yeah, I think. I think I could go to a monastery today, and they would let me live there in exchange for like duties and stuff, and I'd be a monk. You said duty. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's all it takes. I think so. That seems wrong. I thought monk, I thought monk was like a rank, almost. Uh, it might depend on... I'm going to look it up. Talk about the next thing while I look it up. Okay, fair enough. Okay, a, uh, a Starbucks barista refused to serve a woman that uh, wasn't wearing a mask. So uh, this woman, Amber Lynn Gillies, wrote on uh, some sort of social media... Uh, meet Lennon, who was the barista's name, from Starbucks, who, refer- who refused to serve me because I'm not wearing a mask. Next time, I will wait for the cops and bring a medical exemption. So that's what she put on her, her social media accounts. Um, so so uh, Matt Cowan saw this and decided to start a GoFundMe page for the barista and has now raised $17,000. For the barista that wouldn't serve the woman with a mask. Huh. That's good for her. Good, good for him. Good for her for having them, for standing up and... Him. Ref- Matt. Uh, Lennon. Oh, he was the barista. Yeah. Okay. The woman was the complainer that wanted to get served without the mask on. Okay, well, good for him for not serving. And, yeah. I mean, I think that's totally reasonable. $17,000 is a lot. That's a big tip. I could use $17,000. Yeah, so just don't serve somebody. <laughs> Have you looked it up yet? That's all I got in the good news. Uh, there, are, there are, outside of Roman Catholicism, there are modern Christian monasteries. Um, I, they're definitely um, not, like, common. Um... So monks are typically but, in other religions, like like Buddhism. I think it's a more common thing in other religions, yes. So Buddhism, for sure. Yes. Because I know Buddhist monks. Yes. What what else? I'm just trying, like, what what religion? First of all, he's 114, 
and he just survived COVID. Whatever he's doing, he must be doing something right. Yeah. I think the biggest religion in Ethiopia, if I, this is off the top of my head, but if I remember correctly, it's uh, Coptic Catholicism. Bless you. <laughs> it's a small sect of Catholicism, largely only practiced in Ethiopia. Um, Why do you know this? Uh, I learned it in a history class. That didn't sound um, convincing. It sounded like I, you were asking me. I, I think I learned it in a history class when we were talking about um, Jesuit and Christian uh, missionaries going into Africa, and they went to Ethiopia, and they thought it was going to be easy because they were already like kind of, uh, well, they were already Christian, uh, but they were very, very devout Coptic Catholics and very resistant to change. I think, if I remember so correctly, what does Coptic Catholics mean? What 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 is different about them? Oh, it beats the hell out of me. Uh, Didn't it? It seems like your teacher uh, sort of fell short. No, I think he told us. I just don't remember. Oh, but you remember Coptic Catholic Catholicism? Catholicism. Yes. Yeah, it's a nice alliteration. Yes, it is. <laughs> as long as it's a C and not a K. It is a C. Oh, good. You remember that, but you don't remember the <laughs> definition. <laughs> Oh, look it up if you're so concerned about the definition. Uh, well, I just want to know if there's a... if I mean, at 114 and survived COVID, maybe this is the one we should all be following. Could be. I'm just saying. somebody's it, it, it's, If somebody's right, it sounds like it's maybe this guy. <laughs> Whatever he's doing, let's just do it. And now the end is near. Ah, parting thoughts. Um, I, uh, I, I think that, uh, we, uh, I think there's a better way to transition from the end of segments into some of the songs. I think, I think we can figure that out. I think we can figure out a slightly, slightly better way. How? <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe a little bit more silence at the end of one before it starts into a song. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's, maybe that's just me. Mom didn't know. like the silences. That's why I've been trying to get rid of them. Okay. Maybe they were too long, but maybe there is an appropriate length of silence. silence? Yeah. I mean, I feel what was Trudeau's was 21 seconds. That was too That's, long. Yes. Less than 21 seconds of silence. Yes. Maybe like two. Yeah, that felt right. Two seconds? I don't know. I just was counted. I just, I, like, uh, Mississippi? Sure. Yeah. So I just counted just two there and it felt okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just that it's like... I just don't want it to be jarring. Like we're just done talking, it, and then suddenly there's a song. Just let it ruminate. Yeah, like something ends. I could also, I could also fade the song in. So the That's song true. starts off quieter, so it's not like. And then have it fade out. So it'd be and like then have it mountain. fade out. Yeah, like that might be a little strange because I don't think it's long enough for it to ever be at the top for long. Like it would mm. just like but, crescendo and immediately decrescendo. But, but you know, mountains don't have. Uh, plateaus they spike at the top a lot of them there's not the tippy top of a mountain is not uh, unless it's you know it's 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 up and down that's the way it works yeah i don't know what that has to do with the song (laughs) my point is on top of a mountain is a point (laughs) okay moving on uh you got any other parting thoughts you know i wish i did All right. Well, that's the well. We had we had a we had a small uh, gathering um, of uh, how many? Four, uh, it might have been one over the limit of ten 
to to celebrate the uh, the official graduation of uh, of Madeline from grade twelve. And although it was uh, disapp- I know it was disappointing because she wasn't able to actually walk across the stage and get the diploma and and go to the prom and throw your hat in the air. Um, you know, it, and and you sort of you sort of go from JK to twelve, used to be thirteen for that moment, <laughs> and it, it feels like a like a really sharp. Uh, there's there's no you know what I mean, just like ends a cliff sort of. Uh, I don't really know what you mean. I I didn't care about my grad. No, no, really, really. So mom and I cared more than you. Definitely. Uh. <laughs> um. But uh, anyway, and also uh, my niece, uh, Emily, from grade eight, moving on to high school next year. That's also a big change. Mm-hmm. So uh, congratulations to both of them. Um, yeah, it was, it was a good, uh, good evening. Yeah. Uh, Mary was had. Mary, yes. Mary yes. Mint was, yes. was made. Yes, there we go. Yes. And uh, then we went to have a fire in the rain, so that part kind of sucked, but what, yeah. are you, what are you going to do? Had a 10-minute fire. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe less. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have much else. I, 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 I mean, there's so much more, but, but we're also uh, at one of the longest episodes. So, oh, right. coming up two weeks from now, we're going to have a, a special guest join us from all the way from uh, Denmark. Uh, a friend of mine from way back, Dan Kennedy, one of our foreign listeners, our regular foreign listeners. At least I'm I'm assuming because Denmark always seems to pop up on the <laughs> on the uh, on the metrics when we're looking at the ads. So yeah. he's going to be joining us in in two weeks. Uh, I believe it's the twelfth to discuss uh, uh, how COVID's being held in in Denmark. And I know he spent some time in Israel too, so we might talk about uh, talk about that for a bit as well. Sounds good. Not COVID, but just Israel. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's generally a, a safe topic. Israel. You're being facetious. facetious. Ah, facetious, <laughs> I'm right? trying to be. <laughs> All righty. Uh, thanks for joining. And, uh, you know, don't forget. Don't forget to email your votes. And we will spend as much time as it takes to add them up. Absolutely. <laughs> Slave over it. Dad's right podcast at gmail.com. That's the one. Thanks very much.